Michael, have you calmed down yet? No, I haven't. I'm trying to figure out why this toast is so damn stale. Uh, all right, uh, that, that, that I, I might be able to uh, interdict at that point. Um, so Jeremy uh, made the toast on Friday. Is he still so needy? Yeah, so he, um, he, he's now into animal toast. I'm guessing that's why I got a rhinoceros. Rye, Michael, rye. <laughs> Three part ones are fun. <laughs> Toasting design, Shaka Shakman, Michael Burr, Tahira Mangero. So, at Vitz currently, um, during the month of August, it's Women's Month. And so we thought we would discuss the topic of gender-based violence from a design standpoint and how maybe that's something we would uh, approach something like that. I I, th I think it's important that you know I, I know the month of August is 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 Women's Month and you know the, the I think that certainly the Southern Hemisphere focus on on August whereas Northern Hemisphere I think does March, um, mm. but obviously things like gender-based violence doesn't only occur in August it it no. happens mm. you know all year round and there are obviously hot spots in and amongst you know. Um, festive time of the year is generally when there's there tends to be more violence um and 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 it's one of those things that it's a very important topic but obviously it's it's a very sensitive topic as well um yeah. so you know while you know students might know us for being kind of comic nutcases um today we're going to try and keep it a little bit sort of on, on the serious side um mm -hmm. and 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 certainly from the student sort of we always we always say that students need to try and unpack the problem the problem here is actually a very kind of a very very complex thing to try and understand and from a student design point of view we wouldn't want the student to try and delve too deep into that and yeah certainly we're not going to delve too deep into it now ourselves um, uh, you know in, in, in terms of why it's you know what starts it yeah the solutions we're looking at are not um getting sort of to the root of this kind of problem. And also because the problem is just so broad based. So it, it's not only, we're not only talking about sort of physical violence, but it could be emotional, financial, all those sorts of things. But those are not necessarily things that you could approach from, I would say a mechanical, industrial, aeronautical point of view. Sure, yeah, and, 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 exactly and I think, it, yeah. yeah, I mean, Shaka, I suppose for, for, for student projects, we tend to more focus mm -hmm. on the kind of what a mechanical engineer could do, um, yes. you know, and, and it certainly wouldn't be much in the way of the kind of finance um, s side of things. It would certainly be more focused on the kind of physical physical protection um, aspects. Certainly, yeah, a physical protection, you know, there, there is a very much a psychological factor to all of this. And in while we always do incorporate the, the, the psychological aspects in our designs and, you know, how would a person react in this situation? How would you use this and how would you implement this? I say that's something we're looking at, but in terms of tackle, tackling the psychological um, problem itself, that's that's not necessarily what this is going to be on, um, or this is that focus. I mean, so 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 to me, I, I think it's you know the, the way you try and explain a problem like this to students is it's a bit like if you've got a rodent problem. Mm. Okay. What you try and do is there there are basically only two ways to solve this. The one is to try and prevent the rodents in the first place. Mm. So you basically, you, 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 you would almost set up some form of um, preliminary action 
to try and stop it from occurring. And mm -hmm. obviously the second thing is then obviously a reactionary um, yeah. response. Yeah, a preemptive versus a, a, a reaction. So, so stop you know, it before it occurs yeah. or, um, uh, you know, or while it's occurring, it has now occurred or it is, has, has begun. Um, stop it at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, I think the other thing is then in terms of unpacking a problem like this is, again, as because we've really identified it as a very broad problem, it, it's something that to solve, you won't have one system or one solution necessarily that solves every facet of it. Mm. Um, even in a physical type solution, there are going to be certain situations where the one kind of solution would be, while maybe applicable in another solution, it's either... Uh, overkill it's too much or it's too little um, in those sort of situations so it, it's important to then have that problem properly defined in that particular regard so that you're not trying to have that you don't end up with this backpack laser system that is tracking every person launches flares ignites the inside of a bus and whatever the case is um, all the time for every single situation. Um, when some situations, the, the sort of the warning and let other people know and that sort of stuff as part of it, that might be a valid situation. Um, the problem here is key and unpacking that problem and defining that problem is key in order to make sure that your solution is then a applicable one. Yeah, and I think, you know, maybe, maybe for this one, we should actually, you know, if we try and dive into, you know, um, a little bit more of the, the problem or actually some some concepts that might solve it is you actually mm. need a location so i mean for mm. example yeah. um you know there, there's a thing you know, which is known as as vulnerability so if you are in in traffic you are alone in your car there's a certain level of vulnerability mm. particularly if you're mm. like at a traffic light you you can't physically move your car so if you you basically can't run from the problem you're stuck there if you're at home and something bad is about to happen there is the option of of moving location so it's slightly different to the car um mm. and and obviously then if 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 you know the, the the attack or whatever happens in in more of a kind of public space which i think doesn't occur as as much as you know at at home i think home is basically where where most yeah. of it yeah. most of it occurs and certainly a solution that is going to be applicable in a home situation is going to be very different to a public situation. Yeah. Um, while, I, you know, I'd imagine the, the home situation is not necessarily a once-off, you know, if we may be talking about maybe a more domestic situation, um, is not so much a once-off situation, it's an ongoing situation, uh, while the public one is while it occurs frequently is not necessarily something where it's a it will happen you know this you know it's not a as predictable uh, a situation maybe mm. um so yeah as you say uh, location is incredibly important at this point so what about uh, let's pick a location then and, and sort of discuss maybe some potential options or options that don't work why don't we start off with um, public because i think that's almost it's a bit easier because it's more about getting attention um, well, mm. drawing attention to what's happening than actually retaliating almost if it's in a public space. So you just want to get noticed so that someone can see what's going on. 
Yeah, yeah and, and, and I think maybe the, the place to start is that, um, you know, for, for, for gender-based violence, which is in the, in the, in the, the public, it's probably, it's probably not someone known to you that's attacking you. Yeah. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's more to grab a laptop, grab, grab a handbag, you know, something like that, because, you know, uh, you know, you, if, if, if criminals would, would sort of weigh up a target and work out what's the likely um, fight back, you know, option. Yeah. You know, in, in, in terms of picking a vulnerable target. Yeah. And, you know, we're not... So, okay, so, I mean, I'm almost seeing two potential routes here um, in, in where you've got, even from a preemptive versus a reactionary standpoint, um, there is a have, you know, it, it's about using the idea that the community around you is unlikely to stand by while something like this has happened once they're notified of it occurring versus the right, there is no one around you, so alert all you want that no one is able to help you or will be able to help you. Therefore, react. You, you know, allow the person to do the reaction themselves in that particular situation. Um, the certainly, I can see in, in a sort of warn people. That's where you know you have sort of very bright lights, loud noises, things like that. You make sure that the the person being attacked is not debilitated themselves, so that. They are not, you know, they, they've still got an opportunity at that point, whether it's to escape or whether it's to hold off while someone is able to come help or, you know, what, or retaliate or whatever the case is. Um, but the reaction thing, I think, is one of the more difficult aspects to approach in that particular regard. Yeah, um, and I, th- I think maybe let's let's tackle this from, from, from a worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is there's either nobody around and mm-hmm. if you did raise the alarm, it would be too late, um, mm-hmm. you know, because most of these things happen literally in an instant. You know, if you've ever seen anyone do a smash and grab, you know, at a distance, it is over before you know it. Um, and there's, there's, a, 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 you know, the, the, the guys that do these things are, are, are really good. Um, so, Tahira, got a question for you. If, if, if the handbag was the target for money or whatever what 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 is already in there which you know we 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 could let's call modify or convert to quickly disable or or track or (laughs) debilitate or or, or something an an attacker if you're like any woman i think almost anything is in there um but let's go with the (laughs) the keys i think the keys is probably a good one um i have a pocket knife so yeah, there's that. Um, let me think. I'm pens are always there. Board. Yeah, there's always like a million pens and pencils and that sort of stuff. Okay, and and, and obviously it's not going to help us to go the full James Bond route with. Oh, there's a tracking device in the pen. Because no. I'm pretty sure that the you know if, if 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 you think of the attack concept, it's grab the handbag, get distance, make sure you're not being followed, and then ditch what you don't need out of the yeah. handbag. So I think we need to focus on the things which they would fo- focus on. Uh, certainly things like a wallet or a phone or, mm. or, or, or something like that. I mean, keys are, are a nice thing, but um, you know, if, if, if you pick up someone's house keys, it, it, it's pretty much you know, pointless 
you know you you can't do anything with them um you know immediately whereas are all you are, are you approaching this from the sense of they've you know it, it's a deterrent or a a thing of basically whatever occurs they're dropping the handbag they, they're dropping the cell phone whatever the case is um and then leaving so that the person who has been attacked now can get their belongings back or is it a they never want to get it in the first place um i'm just running on what would be the safest option so if you if if you're a a, a single person you're busy walking along and a, a multitude of evil people are, are mm. immediately there they start bashing you around to get your bag you're not gonna fight them off no and you're not no. gonna try to take your phone from them yeah no, no so no, no, the, no. The, the bottom line is what whatever's in the bag it, what are the realistic chances of it defending you while the attack is happening and i don't see a very high chance of success mm-hmm. there i think the problem would also be getting like, it out like yeah yeah and and it, it, i mean th- these things literally happen in in a split second so you know you you, you can't uh, you know, I, I think if you were to walk around with, and I mean, we can certainly discuss this, but let's say the protocol was that you walk around and you've got a scarf, you know, you can have things hidden in the scarf around the scarf. Mm. You could wear long sleeves. You could have things hidden in your sleeves. So you could be walking around as a kind of super pre- prepared, you know, um, ready for all eventualities. And you might do that for 50 years nonstop and never be attacked having done that every single day um is, is is that the best way to solve it well no because now you because you're a particular target or you you're viewed as susceptible now you have to wear a particular bit of clothing or you have to have this item always attached to you in order so that society then says you're safe which is kind of defeating it and i think um, it, it, it it defeats it on multiple levels because mm-hmm. instantly you're wearing all this extra protective stuff because you're small, because you're weak, because you're a woman, etc. And I think that's mm. the wrong that's the wrong solution to this. Yeah, and because you, you're you're yeah. victimizing the, the the potential victim. So to mm. me, the best thing is let the thing happen because I don't see that you can stop it from happening. And once it's occurred, then do something about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, because I mean, I was thinking about a sort of thing of like you, not quite a rodent, but a a, it's basically like you keep a rat in your handbag, but like a maybe a robotic one or something like that, so that when it's a certain distance away from you, it just goes ape nuts on it and just attacks everything in the vicinity. <laughs> um, but you know, then it comes down to say, for example, or you have a, it, it's a little um, a little canister and it basically explodes with pepper spray all over the place that might work and you know that that does something at that point but it, it does mean that if you wanted to get your handbag back and your belongings back um they're now potentially ruined um yeah so so why don't we attack this from you know how, how they've been doing it for a long time with with mm-hmm. money you know if you, you 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 can obviously go and you can you know hold up cash in transit ties etc and you can get your hands on 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 the bags of all the boxes of money but that's that you, you're, you're then faced with all of the additional security stuff that is as soon as you tamper with those boxes the money inside becomes ruined mm. so the deterrent is yes you can steal the boxes of money but 
you can't get the money out. So if, if, if we try and run with something like that, if you were to have a handbag, what would the best thing to, to number one, what's the best thing to do to the people that have taken it? Is it to permanently debilitate them or temporarily debilitate them or, or whatever? And then how would you do that? And secondly, how would you make sure that it never happens to, you know, the the mom when she gets home and she puts a handbag on the counter and then little mm. little kids end up playing tug of war with a handbag and setting the doomsday device off? You know, you you have to think all of that stuff through. I don't know if in this particular situation, I'd say the point maybe is is you almost actually want to get the perpetrators and stuff as far away from the person now as possible. You don't want it where they've got it two feet away, it now explodes, fills the handbag with expanding foam, which locks all belongings into an impenetrable block of nothing, of mess. Um, you know, I, you, I'd be worried about a sort of retaliation there of um, yeah. back, at the, back at the person at that point. So sure, you want yeah. to make sure that the, the situation almost promotes the getaway as quickly as possible. So what I would say then it's a case of it, it's almost becomes like a, a multi separated segment thing. So the moment there's a separation, um, a siren on the person and with noises and stuff like that and lights and things goes off. So the people now want to get away. They've got the item they theoretically have determined that they want. Let's get as far away as possible now because this person is calling a lot of attention to themselves um, and then let it then basically render itself useless at that point yeah and i also think you know one one of the best things to do is let's say you 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 did booby trap something so as they Mm. as they open the bag and and go through it without deactivating it or or something something happens but it it needs to not raise their alarm so for example it could micro spray them with some form of you know instant dry dye which is visible under uv lights or something um you know, so you've you've now targeted you've 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 made sure to identify them in mm. in a way which the courts can't say yeah, but you don't have any camera footage. It's undeniable. You've got the ink with a certain chemical markers, which means you had your hands in this person's handbag. But the person who does it doesn't know that it's happened to them, yeah. because otherwise they could come back for revenge. You know, and, and I think those are the things that you need to do in a kind of a, a logical sequence. Um, because also, if if the people that do this know that this device is a XYZ123 and it has this these security features and these levels, they will then react to that. Yeah. So you almost have to make sure that this thing does its job without them knowing about it. So when they open up a, a, a wallet or whatever and they grab a, a, a certain card that card needs to do something now whether that uses you know um rf id or, or whatever it is um and i think that's basically where the where, where the, the, the the thing would need to go yeah i'm almost thinking now it's basically a multi-faceted identification system um whether it's okay because yeah, so it'd be a case of like uh, something, something takes a picture, takes your fingerprints and things like that, um, and re- records. So your card has a fingerprint sensor on it, or whatever. Everything has fingerprint sensors on it, so that 
that's then recorded into the inside of the handbag the odds are they're probably going to toss the handbag into the bush once they've got the um or the bin once they've got all the belongings they want the handbag then ident- uh, activates a passive um sort of ident or uh, location beacon which goes to a website or goes to your cell phone or or some way that you can find it you can then find it it's then got all those records footage etc etc um the thing is at this point though the problem here what what problem is this one solving? this one is the catch the criminals and then in the long term this deters mm. the criminals from trying to get get your belongings it doesn't necessarily stop the incident occurring now yeah you you've got I, I guess you could call it the peace of mind that yes they were caught and yes they they will be going to court for it or going to jail for it and things like that but um i think the other interesting part to it and we kind of very briefly glossed over it's the preemptive one and when you're talking about how you know it happens so quickly the one thing that came to mind for me was if we say for example look at how these self-driving cars when they're able to i mean they're identifying incidents and stuff and if you watch some of that footage it's before you're identifying it yourself it, through whether it's ar learning or whatever the case is in order to be able to pick up uh, predict and pick up certain behaviors if that's something that could then be done in such a case that whether it's you've got uh, smart glasses or something like that that is detecting the various environments around you and this kind of person has been following you for the last 30 meters or last 100 meters it then basically starts not only notifying the person that is being targeted but then also emergency services um you get those companies that basically that they got sort of all the security companies on tap so that if you send out a signal one of them will come towards you Mm. will come to you the preemptive one i think is maybe the far more difficult one and not as much of a physical solution is probably the better way around this also if you i would think so yeah i was just thinking back so i mean if it's happened most likely Mm -hmm. so they've taken your handbag they have your cell phone all you want to do is sort of get out of there you have no form of contacting anyone so i mean i think you'd need to have if for example if you have these smart glasses um a button on there or something that can just sort of even just send an sms with your location to someone you know so you'd set it up before so that they know look Mm. this person's in danger um yeah because i mean we don't think of the victim we think about how we catch the culprits but what do you do once they have your bag and they've now run off and you're in the middle of a foul somewhere that's actually a very good thing sort of a a a preloaded sort of um sos button that's Mm. that's got enough money for uh you know it it it, it could be connected to a um a, a ride hailing service and have a certain amount of money installed that you could you could you could pay to get home and 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 stuff like that yeah i, I think that you know i was almost thinking of like an aircraft black box that you know often we use the black box to figure out what went wrong to then make changes so if you if you let the criminals steal the bag and the bag recorded a lot of data on the criminals as they got away that would certainly help but i agree you you you're solving the problem by eventually trying to catch everyone who's doing wrong without stopping them from doing wrong um, Mm. until they get caught so yes it's one way to do it but how long would that take you know it's it's Mm. it's 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 an interesting one the other one is the preemptive one which i really like because 
you know, when you're busy walking, you, you know, you're going from A to B. Modern society, people are worried about all sorts of things. You know, you're worried about little Johnny because he, he cheated in his design build at school, etc., etc., etc. You know, he found some stuff on the web at a website, etc. Um, too soon to hear it? Yeah, um, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, you, you've got all kinds of things on your mind. Uh, you, you're obviously not focused on it. And if the if your valuables were were actually trying to protect you because they were monitoring distance and, and, and things like that of, of everyone around you, I think that, that would give you a heads up. Because I think if the person that you are targeting to attack appears to be alert, it makes you think twice. Mm. I mean, I, I've I've certainly been traveling around, you know, cities, and it's the sort of thing where, you know, I don't do the whole money belt story. I just walk with my hands in my pockets, my hands on 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 the valuables. And the thing is, you can often tell if people are going to try and pickpocket you, because you know you you can actually watch their facial expression as they eyeing people out. And as soon as you start, you know, you stop, you pull out your camera to take a picture of them, they vanish. Um, you know, because they know that, ah, someone has spotted us. The best thing is to get out because, you know, they've got no idea. Obviously, I look like I work for the FBI or something. <laughs> I think the it's not always necessarily trying to take your belongings. There are other sort of, even in public, um, gender-based violence uh, aspects that occur. And that, I think, you know, th this comes down to then the problem. If you're tackling the problem of... Um, allow when belongings are being stolen you know that that's something that even doesn't necessarily be necessarily focused on something for women it can be something focused on for women for for men for the elderly for kids at school something of the sort you, you can open that up actually now yes. to uh, prevent uh, thefts as it were um, the if we if we focus the problem then on, on the gender-based violence one the whole thing of look after the person afterwards i think then actually becomes a more critical issue um other than the preemptive right allow the person to attack so i think that is technically an avenue but i don't think it's the best one because there are too many different facets and different ways that can go very wrong mm. for a particular person and you don't want to have to have the person right now you need to undergo you know six months of military training and learn how to use this knife and go for gun training and etc etc um you also certainly don't want an automated system that's fighting for you i think that could be dangerous in society i mean just your, your kid tries you know does something stupid and the thing attacks your kid um as a particular example but then if we look at it instead as tiara said as a sort of right i'll just Right, it, it's happened. Let's make sure the woman gets looked after, gets to safety as quickly as possible. Um, there are stuff already, like say for example, most phones, if you tap the home button, I think it's three or four times, it's, I know at least with our phones, what it does is it immediately sends a message to your emergency contacts. Here's my location, here's where I am. Um, and it, it can do a bit more than that. That sort of service can then be expanded Obviously, you don't always have your phone. You don't have time to activate it, so it'd have to be something more automated. Um, but here I am, and maybe even updates. So something you keep on you, um, it should ideally be small. You get those little Bluetooth tracking dots um, that you have 
on keys and stuff like that. That's just something you then have on your another person, part of your your person, um, if kept in your shoes or it's it's kept. I don't know on a belt or something of the sort. Um, that then means the person then can be found. It also sends people towards that person so that you know it's calling attention. But maybe then the idea is that you don't call attention, uh, sort of there and then, but more in digital sense. So send signals out, mm. things like that, so that people don't think, oh no, that person's not gonna sort of snitch on us. Um, that person, all right, that person not doing anything. Let's leave them. Let's uh, find, and then other people know about because well, this person's been in danger. Let's go help them out. I think that's a good point because uh, you know t- just from the kind of news stories, the you know, quite a lot of the really really horrific. Um, gender-based violence um, acts generally happen in the middle of nowhere. You yeah. know, an, an, an open field behind a shopping complex, and and basically it's it's out of it's out of visual range of the general public, which is which is where the majority of these these horrific acts happen. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right in that you you need to alert people to the fact that you've been a, you know they took your handbag, you put up a fight, so now they've taken you somewhere. At that stage, you you don't have your phone in your hands. So you can't, mm. you know, do anything about it. How do you raise the alarm instantly? And 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 I think that's probably the best way to try and solve it. Yeah. You know, because other you know I, any other solution is ridiculous. You know, it, it requires, you know. Uh, you know. Contraventions of, of freedom and and things mm. like that, and. Mm. Um, I think there the big thing is is once you take a person's phone away, if that's the the I mean, most of us are not connected to the the internet in seven different ways on our, on our person, um, mm. but but if you if you take the phone away, that person is basically off radar. Yeah. Um, and I mean the first thing is if they then disable the phone or they throw the phone away. Um, or, or just leave it behind. They take it out of the handbag and they just leave it behind because they've now got what they were looking for. Um, I, I think that's that's the thing that needs to initiate, you know, the the, the call for help. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, how do you you know how how do you do this without you know embedding microchips and 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 all of that stuff you see in the kind of sci-fi movies? To me, it's almost you have to think of something they don't want to take. Like, what are they going to leave you with? Because that's the thing that you need to activate. I mean, like, shoes comes to mind. Because, I mean, if you just start kicking them madly, if you can activate Mm. something sort of that way. Because jewelry, they're definitely going to take off you. That's not going to last. Yeah, so jewelry, jewelry, I think, is certainly not an option. Anything on you, you, my other thought is, if they happen to know about it, you don't want to position in such an area where that can cause damage. So I don't want it anywhere on the face or on the yeah. head. Um, feet, I'd say, or within your shoe, I, I think is probably one of the better locations. Um, otherwise, I think it, it is something on the waist. I think that'd probably be one of the next options. I, I, yeah, I'm thinking the best way to activate this is if your shoes don't do anything when they are let's call it the worst case one up to one and a half meters apart they're fine but as soon as the distance between one shoe and another shoe is greater than one and a half the shoes are what initiate the signal because there's there's now a problem 
Because, I mean, you think about it. If you know that every time your shoes are further than a meter and a half apart, if you get home and kick one in this corner of the room and one in that <laughs> corner of the room, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring out helicopters and everything. You're obviously not going to... And most people realistically wouldn't, wouldn't do that. Um, but if, if the shoes were the thing that initiated the, the start of the SOS thing, but your shoes then got left behind at the scene of the crime... You now need to move to, as you guys were saying, something on on, on your waist or, or something which would be the last part. It, it would be with you for a few more minutes before it, it might be, you know, re- removed or, or broken. Um, and I think that that's the window of opportunity because if you are snatched, it's, it's the first couple of minutes because if a person is seized in a gym parking lot, which road did they go down? Did they go north, yeah. south, east, or west, or or, or, or a common, you know, and and if you've got some form of thing that you can track for the, the the next couple of minutes, the chances of actually finding the person probably go up exponentially. You know, because my, my thought is okay, let, let's go for so like a subdermal implant, um, chips and things like that. My concern with that is in the initial steps, the first few incidents where this occurs before the word gets out that, by the way, this is this is what can happen if you try um, attack a woman. Um, it, it then becomes a sense of now people might start targeting that first to stop yeah, that occurring. Yeah, it out of you. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. You want to where it actually can be removed from the person um, if they happen to target in that route. You know, it's... You, you don't want it where it's more harm is coming to the person mm. in an attempt to try to stop the the, the, the crime occurring. Um, and, and really, I think what you maybe have then is a series of, of things. So it's maybe something that's in your shoe and it not only detects position and placement and how things are moved, accelerometers and such, but maybe also, I don't know what kind of pulse you can measure in a foot, but measure the pulse. And if your pulse is suddenly shifted very extremely you almost have to calibrate it i guess um in this particular kind of situation that means there's something is different and unique and then what can always happen is it's a case of if you are in a position where nothing has gone wrong but your boss has just come and cucked on you horribly because you happen to forget that last deadline and now the company's in a bit of trouble because of you your, your pulse goes off you threw your shoe at the boss, etc., etc. You now need to deactivate it before the SWAT team throws in and knocks out your boss. Or um, do you? <laughs> okay, something you just sit back and just smile at him and say, you know what, you're right. Just stand right there, please. Thank you for your... Hold my shoe, in fact. My boss um, is an asshole. <laughs> it'd be a case of then, you know, you, you can deactivate it. So you stomp your foot or whatever the case is let yourself in some anger but it doesn't then activate you don't want to necessarily where it's too much out of your control um, yeah but we're in a situation where you you maybe not thinking or you don't have time to react or you're worrying about other things um, getting away from the situation it, it automatically is activating um, and, and highlighting your location to other persons sending out just messages every minute this person's at this location this person's at this location this person's at this location and with i mean we're hiding not hiding but we're putting gps's and self in watches and things like that it's something you could do having said that this is becoming an expensive solution i was thinking the same thing (laughs) when we were talking about it initially Um, i was like how much is that handbag gonna cost 
Yeah, and I, I think that's another thing. So maybe, I mean, because there's always the, the sort of extra route where this is nothing actually on the person and we're potentially going a big brother sort of situation where uh, there are, you know, the, the sort of drones and cameras all over the place tracking various movements and things and it does all the tracking for you and it detects the issues. Um, I don't what know the possibility of that. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know... T- <laughs> The, the, the cost of a you know a pair of shoes with a thing that you can you know shove in to save your life um, the, the, the cost of that compared to the cost of your life I think that there'd certainly be you know people that 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 would want this mm-hmm. um, mm. but in, you know I was also just thinking in terms of the good old-fashioned you know eye in the sky what if each person that that let's say you you you, you felt vulnerable um, you know you you were um, you you uh, a, a widow you're at an, an, a retirement home and you you just like walking to the shops every day but you feel a little bit vulnerable what stops a person like that from not having any wearable tech but from having their own drone that literally just follows them now i know we're getting to the case of being absolutely ridiculously expensive but it's a solution which doesn't really infringe on your human rights because it's your drone it follows you if you get abducted it will follow you etc etc um the problem is if you had seven billion people on earth and each person felt vulnerable <laughs> um w- what would that sky look like um yeah i mean what i'm starting to ask is a, a sort of a, a counter to that what necessarily is the distinction between that and say having a dog that you know you're walking around with a a, a Rottweiler or a giant burble or something like that with you the whole time. Because um, what I think, if anything, okay, look, it very much depends on the, the scale, the height, how the, the drone is actually operating. But if anything, it is calling attention to you because you're now a person that can afford a drone. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, no. the, 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 yeah, uh, it, it's a tricky one. I mean, yeah, if, if, even the, the dog okay yeah that's cool but what's the cost of looking after a dog that comes with you to gym every day and mm-hmm. is there a place for you to leave the dog outside the gym and you know it, it and, and and we said this right at the start it's a real difficult thing to try and deal with because we we all pussyfoot around the actual causes of of, of gender-based mm-hmm. violence and it's because of that that we are stuck with trying to come up with almost ridiculous concepts but th- that's ultimately what 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 as engineers we we we, we do really mm. uh, look as engineers we, it, it doesn't mean we, we can't look at you know starting initiatives and and starting things where we from you know from kids at a young age you know improve awareness of this, the situation and stuff and increase education and stuff to minimize that and a whole lot of other issues um and, and sort of decreasing the sort of vulnerability of persons um, to the crimes, to the violence issues. But in this case, I think that's in the same way it'd be beyond the scope of a project in indicating certain projects that's maybe beyond the scope of this discussion. We're looking at the problem here of it has occurred or it will occur. We're not looking at solving the problem of let's stop it occurring in the very first place. That's a very different problem. That's a very different solution that we're looking at and a valid one to solve, etc. But it's also a long-term solution. It's not something other than some very extreme 
very extreme situations where you could theoretically fix this overnight and it pretty much involves pressing red buttons um, in America that put some nice stuff up in the air and land them back in Russia. Um, but the other part of it is let's look at in the interim while someone else is hopefully doing that or while other we're looking at solving the issues and other means let's look at other solutions so people have options because i guess that's also the, the, the issue is that people don't have options it's something you can do right you're, you're screwed i'm sorry it's going to happen to you shame for you let's give more options you can do x y z a b c d e f you can do all these various things um unfortunately that you have to do any one of them that you know you, you're left in having to make that choice um, because of a vulnerability and a risk that you're at but and it's something we always come down to with design you need to be very careful here with what the problem is because with design if you started with the problem of stop it occurring in the first place giving a solution of a tracking system is not stopping it it's not solving that problem it may be a solution that will work. It may be a solution that will solve a problem, but you've gone off topic. And especially in the context of what, how we deal with in this podcast, it's about solving the problem that you have identified and you have selected. And I think in, yeah. in this particular case, it is one of only a few cases as, as an engineering kind of student project where the actual cause of the problem is something we can't really do much about. Um, mm because it, it requires everybody in society to make big changes. It, it really does. Um, so in this particular case, if we then said the best thing to do was to alert friends and the authorities to a person who's become a victim of normal violence or, or, or specifically um, gender-based violence as soon as it occurs in a way that the criminals don't know that that sort of has happened would be the correct one correct problem to solve which could be done by an mm. engineering student um yes you know it's the same thing as you know surely the best way to prevent grass fires is to you know just stop fires from starting again that's almost impossible to do so you then have to mm. look at a, a part of the problem which is not the right place to solve it but it's you, you could argue it's the only thing you can do is, is the kind of reactionary response to make sure that, you know, you know the, 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 the person stands a greater chance of surviving the attack or, or the, the, the attack being halted while it's, while it's occurring. Um, and, well, and, and that's I about the with, best you can do. With any problem, there are always different facets to it. And it, just, you know, if... If what your solution is doing, all it is doing is notifying people so that you get safe for it, that is still doing something. It, it is one still playing one part in that particular grand scale problem. Um, it's not solving the entirety of the problem, but don't necessarily, you know, I think it's an issue I certainly see a lot of students where they say, okay, I don't really want to focus down or refine down my problem because I'm worried I'm, I'm sort of making it too small then this is not making your your design too small it's just looking at this is one thing that can be solved whether it's now or whether in a short term or whether with my expertise or with my company's expertise or my company's facilities that we have at play we are a technology company and we deal with uh, wireless communication 
all right, this is something you guys can then do. This is how you can then contribute. If you're a security company, then you can look at ways to quickly react to situations or that you can pick up individuals that are maybe likely to do something. It, it depends on what your basis is and what your knowledge base is. You, you're not solving every problem because you can identify the problem. You also got to look at what you can actually solve as well. And at least from a design perspective, at least not necessarily on the, this topic, but more generally um, as a side note. Yeah, and I think it's almost, it's important that as engineers, we need to realize that, I mean, just because it's not our problem, so maybe the bigger picture is a social problem, but there are facets of it that we can help with, then we should, because by solving those smaller problems, you're still drawing attention to the bigger problem. Exactly. I think that, that, that then fills up a good enough point uh, for this particular episode. Um, we'll catch you all in the next one. Thanks very much for listening. Cheers. I came up with a three-part joke for us. That's as far as we got. Um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if you don't start the podcast in style, then there's no point doing a podcast. I mean, solve the problem, Mr. Shakeman. Um... To hear, I assume you know who who Sir Jeremy is. At this no, point. I don't. You don't. Okay, so you, we know you don't listen to the podcast now. That's an easy one. Uh, um, <laughs> please find me time in but, my life at this point. I used to. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is um, our resident toast maker. Um, who, who he's is, a knight is, of for some reason. So he's Sir Jeremy. Oh, he's so yeah. Okay. With a, a terrible French accent.